welcome to the welcome cast asylum welcomes new podcast the asylum welcome khairia ban sirta sharaglast ba buniyad khairia asylum welcome khosh amadid my name is emma and i'm the communications coordinator at asylum welcome it's a pleasure to welcome you all to the first ever episode of welcome cast the podcast for people who would rather live in a compassionate country than a hostile environment Oxford's first sanctuary fair took place in the town hall on Thursday 11th of May 2023 a partnership between Asylum Welcome the University of Oxford's Refugee Studies Centre and Oxford City Council Welcome cast went along to find out more The West Sanctuary means to offer a place of comfort a place of security the word sanctuary i think it means to be safe and love obviously yeah My name is Annalisa Dodds and I'm the member of parliament for Oxford East. I'm really pleased to be here at this event. I think it's very important to bring lots of different organizations together. We've got Asylum Welcome, University of Oxford, Connection Support, many many different organizations and I think it's really critical this is taking place here right in the heart of Oxford in Oxford Town Hall bringing people together really to think about you know what we can do together you know i know some of my constituents for example have faced appalling persecution i'm very pleased that they've made oxford now their home with that tradition that reflects our values both as a city and as a nation as well what is the sanctuary fair and how did it come about we were fortunate to sit down with one of the organizers Miroslava Hartman from the Refugee Studies Centre at the University of Oxford. Miroslava has been at the forefront of the University of Oxford's response to the war in Ukraine since Mykomas 2022. In January 2023, she was given the Vice Chancellor's Professional Services Award for her work in support of the new graduate scheme for Ukrainian refugees. Her research interests lie at the intersection of culture and international relations, while her creative practice includes curating, writing and broadcasting. So, Miro, how would you describe the Sanctuary Fair? Well, the Sanctuary Fair was the first town and gown sanctuary event between the University of Oxford and the city of Oxford and the community and town and gown is it's quite an important subject for Oxford because it's a city that is known in the world as a university city but of course it's not just that so what the university wants to do is to step out of the ivory tower and into the community and to actually draw on the expertise that exists in such organizations as asylum welcome on important issues such as sanctuaries such as climate change the environment really all sorts so in effect this was the first of a series of joint events between the university and the community that was open to the public and that was aimed primarily at the student body not just of the university of oxford but also oxford brooks university which is the other university um ruskin college also took part and it was an free drop-in all-day event that included panels on various 
issues relating to sanctuary. There was a political panel, an education panel, also workshops, and those were very well attended, some brilliant workshops, and also stores, so storeholders that included both the university services, um, such as careers, for example, such as the continuing education department that do some outreach work with the refugee community, and various community organisations, including, of course, Asylum Welcome pretty inspiring and we should say this was the inaugural Oxford Sanctuary Fair so we very much hope to return next year. Miro, how did it all come about? Well, I understand that it was the result of an ongoing conversation between Professor Alexander Betts, whom I work with at the Refugee Studies Centre, who has recently taken on a new senior role as the Global and Local Engagement Officer for the University of Oxford, and Mark Goldring, the Director of Asylum Welcome. They've been working together on a number of initiatives and they kind of wanted to do something big together and I think that's when we were asked to step in and handle the details. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think from your perspective, what were the main aims of the event? The main event was to put Sanctuary on the agenda for the University of Oxford. And the Sanctuary Fair very luckily coincided with the 11th hour awarding of University of Sanctuary status to the University of Oxford. So it was the first time that it was publicly announced, which was very moving. Yeah, it was pretty exciting to have that news sort of come through on the morning of the Sanctuary Fair. What do you think this news means both for the university and for the wider Oxford community? As the largest employer in Oxford and the organisation with arguably the largest local and global footprint, taking on this commitment to be a university of sanctuary, so to provide support for people with lived experience of displacement, often forced displacement, shows that Oxford as a whole is committed to building a culture of welcome. And we really hope that this granting of status will initiate an internal momentum. So what that means in practice, for example, is that currently there are two Oxford colleges that have College of Sanctuary status, Mansfield and Somerville College. And of course, we have almost 40 other potential colleges or halls of sanctuary. So we're hoping that within the university, many more colleges will sign up. And already that process is in place. There's a a list of colleges that have put themselves forward. And because we are the first collegiate university to be granted this status, the procedure is in the process of being written. So it's all very exciting. It's the first time this has been done. And of course, we're hoping that other collegiate universities, such as Cambridge, such as Durham, will follow suit. But we are proud to be the first, of course. That's amazing. And it's a real opportunity, isn't it? Because the university, obviously, it's known for its teaching and learning, kind of world-class prestige, but also it's a massive local employer. It contributes to the national conversation in all sorts of ways and has a real influence. So in practice, what Sanctuary looks like, first and foremost, more scholarships for those with a lived experience of displacement. It also means that there is an ongoing and robust programme of support 
for those members of the university who identify as coming from a sanctuary background. And it's a very inclusive logic. So we have people on scholarships, we have people who are self-funded, for instance. We have faculty that are members of the new Oxford Sanctuary community. So it's an inclusive space. It's not formal in the sense that you don't get a tap on the shoulder saying, oi, go and join the Oxford Sanctuary community, but rather anyone who feels they can benefit from meeting others with a background of of displacement um, can do so. And we have cultural events and we have a series called OU Curated where we take our members to different cultural institutions in and around Oxford for like after hours tours like we went to see the labyrinth exhibition at the Ashmolean after hours which was very special also we have a series of events called well-being walks and these are open to members of the community and we just had very recently our first well-being walk together with asylum welcome when we took our sanctuary members to the Harcourt Arboretum just outside Oxford and we were blessed with glorious weather. It was a lovely day. Um, in terms of the sanctuary fair itself, were there moments that particularly stood out for you? I am really, really pleased that we had a faith panel where we had representatives of different faith groups around Oxford coming together to talk about sanctuary and what faith communities can do to help those who are displaced and also our culture workshop which was led by Women for Refugee Women. I thought that was absolutely brilliant, actually, hearing the members of this group share their poetry, talking about their recent experiences, but also the joy that was in the room and how participative it is, you know, when you had kind of Oxford academics being part of that game that they played. So interactive and such a joy. Absolutely, and with obviously a lot of understandably very serious discussion, it was great to have a bit of liveliness and a bit of poetry and a bit of inspiration in that room towards the end of the day as well. It revived us all, I think. I think so. And thank you, Mira. It's been a real pleasure to speak to you today. Thank you so much for having me, and it was really such a privilege to work on the first ever Town and Gown Sanctuary Fair with you, Emma, and with the Asylum Welcome Team. Really, really a great achievement for all of us and hopefully the first of many to come. Absolutely. Thank you. Asylum Welcome offers information, advice, practical support and solidarity to asylum seekers, refugees and vulnerable migrants living in Oxfordshire, including adults, families and unaccompanied children. Our staff and incredible volunteers deliver a range of practical services to help people feel welcome, understand their rights, access opportunities and develop and share their talents. The people we support come from many diverse backgrounds, but they all have one thing in common, they have been forced to leave their homes in traumatic circumstances. On arrival in the UK, they must navigate complex legal systems in a hostile political climate. We believe that how we treat refugees as a society is about who we are. We are fortunate to have many amazing volunteers and supporters who demonstrate every day that people can be better than their government and that the idea of sanctuary is alive in the hearts of many. Whatever the future brings, Asylum Welcome will be there. To support our work, please consider making a donation today. Visit asylum-welcome.org 
forward slash donate. Thank you for helping refugees and asylum seekers in Oxfordshire to feel welcome, safe and confident. We were delighted to see hundreds of people drop into the Sanctuary Fair to browse the stalls, listen to panels and participate in interactive workshops. For two perspectives on the event, Welcome Cars spoke to Mohammed, who is seeking asylum, and Rubio, a student. I am from Sri Lanka. I am Mohammed Ajinas Khan. We got the information from Asylum Welcome. Same like this program is held on this date here. We have uh, many questions. We have uh, housing issues. We don't have an income source to surviving our life. That is why we came here to find anything or more details regarding our issues. That is why. Really, this is very good program because you know that everything is in one roof as a family. So it's easy to find the more and more details and very easy to starting our future, our life and studies. Uh, the accommodation, there are many things here. So it's good because this all kind of different, different types of communities, then we can see everything in one place. It's very grateful. Yeah, very nice program. Thank you. My name is Rubio. I am a student at Ruskin College, currently doing my undergrad in politics and international relations. Why am I here? Because I've heard about it yesterday from one of my colleagues my, from college. He mentioned this thing and I was so busy that I wasn't aware of it. But then I'm here now. He's actually currently on the panel doing the talking. I was very interested because I've come from like a post-conflict country as well. So therefore this is very familiar to what I went through. Oxford has been great. I mean, I moved here in 2003. I hope to be able to uh, contribute to whatever is there available that require my skills. You know, contribution is very important, including sanctuary. You know, I think we should embrace everything today. 21st century is a very complicated, confusing world we're living in, isn't it? I think working together is very important by, um, as a teamwork. I mean, support each other. Refugee community organisations play an essential part in creating a welcoming society. Run for and by refugees, RCOs support their communities to become more confident in daily life and to contribute to the areas in which they live. Oxford is blessed with many strong and inspiring refugee community organisations, none more so than the Syrian Sisters. We were honoured to sit down with Nuha at the Sanctuary Fair. My name is Nuha Abdo. I have two hats today, one with a Syrian sister organization and one with Multaka project. Syrian sister organization, they are refugee organization, which is a woman supporting women, and they support different women from different countries. We support women by training them, by building confidence for them, by teaching them language, by doing some activities for children in summer. and. Um, to refer them to our network organization to be trained, to back to job or study or um, to learn the culture here, basically. 
the last word should go to Oxford's very own migrant champion, Hosni, to remind us why it all matters. My name is Hosni Jafari Marbini. I'm an NHS worker, but I'm also a city councillor for Northfield Brook, and I'm the city council's migrant champion. So I advocate for the rights of asylum seekers and migrants in the city, and I work with different institutions to make sure that everyone has the right to live a dignified life as much as we can really in our city and in our county. In a political context of a situation whereby the most vulnerable in society are being used as a smokescreen for government's failures on uh, tackling the cost of living crisis and on causing numerous sleepless nights for many residents, um, it is Within that context, it is really fantastic to come to a joyful event like this, to see many friends, many colleagues, many students, university members who are involved in this work. And for someone like me, it gives me hope. And it gives me hope for the future of our city, of our county, of our country. And it gives me hope, which is, you know, fighting for a better world. And that we are all in this together, doing it together and that we're not alone and that we are building those community networks that will mean that we can counter not just the narrative but also the effects of policies that we see coming our way. There are so many different great organisations. I mean, first of all, if you have time to volunteer, Asylum Welcome is always looking for volunteers. It's a great organisation in the city. Obviously, there are ways, for example, sanctuary hosting, if you feel that you are able to do that. Even if you, for example, a lady came up to me after one of the talks and said that, you know, she would love to get involved with getting people out for walks. She met an Afghan refugee who is playing cricket in her village. So I would say as little and as much as just reaching out and talking to someone that you don't normally speak to who might have been forced to migrate to leave their home. Or if you have some time and resources and you think you have the capacity to volunteer some of your time or get other people to join what you're already doing that you love. Any hobbies or in your area of work, if you think there is scope for reaching out to one of these organizations to offer some support, you know, do that. It's, the list is endless, really. One of the things that Asylum Welcome runs and we all worked on together was called Sanctuary Wheels, whereby you donate the bike that you don't want and then Actually, what's been difficult was finding a space for Sanctuary Wheels to do the repairs that are necessary for bikes. And they always need volunteers to do the bike repairs. So it really is just such a range of things that you can get involved with. And uh, I hope that's given some ideas. But um, there is a lot of inequalities in access seeing all our public services. So there is a lot of need out there. And I would urge everyone to just get involved with whatever organization feels close to their hearts because it's got to be something that really speaks to you. I'm involved with this work because I came here as a daughter of a refugee when I was a teenager and so it's something that's very close to my heart. So it is important to make those connections based on what drives you and what gives you energy. We should mention that Hosni is a co-founder with Sue Lukes in Islington of the Migrant Champions Network. Migrants' rights are under attack by the central government and the far right is on the rise. Now more than ever is the time to organise to resist this politics of hatred and fear. The Migrant Champions Network supports members to advocate for migrants' rights in their local authorities and to take coordinated actions across the UK.
So if you're a local councillor and you're listening to this, then please do visit JCWI's website. That's the Joint Council for the Welfare of Immigrants. Or contact Hosni, who will be more than happy to share her expertise. We hope the Sanctuary Fair will become an annual event. So see you next year. As for Welcome Cast, you can catch our next episode on life in hotels in a few weeks' time. If you've liked what you've heard so far, then please subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. We're new and we want to hear from you. Drop us a line at podcast at asylum-welcome.org to connect with the show. Thank you to our brilliant producer and long-standing Asylum Welcome volunteer, Ian, without whom none of this would be possible. Thanks also to brilliant composers Jack and Cameron, and to all our contributors. And thank you for listening to WelcomeCast. Thank you for listening. If you want to listen to this, then you will be able to listen to this.